is up for Zed and friends. Welcome to the podcast. As always, I am Mr. Buffy, and with me is my best friend in the entire world, Mr. Sparonk. What's up? Hey, man. Sorry, I'm doing an email right now. I think White is here, too. Hey, White. What's up, buddy? You know, I was really hoping last episode of the season I might weasel my way into that best friend intro, but, uh, you know, after all the good times we've had together on this podcast, uh, this is episode, what, number 11, 12? 12, episode 12. You know what? Let's, um, you know what? Wait, let's try this again. Are you ready? Keep recording. Are you ready? Here we go. In three, yep. two, and one. What is up, Fazed and friends? It is Mr. Buffy, and welcome to the podcast. As always, I have my best friend in the entire world, Mr. Spro- See, I hey, what's up? I, guys? Oh my gosh! You, I, you know what? I was actually. Good, I, oh, I, man, I really tried oh to see. You actually had me there. I'm not gonna lie. You you I'm win. Doing so I, good. Yeah, she's I was great. so excited. I was so excited. I was sitting here. I was just kids are great. How's it? I thought you were gonna good. pluralize. Great. Everything's great. I thought you were gonna pluralize the friends there, and I was really excited. Spock, what were you were you saying things as I was talking there? What's going I was on? Doing my intro, man. Okay. Okay. Well, he did. He did pluralize. Since it's the last I episode of the season, third time's a charm. Here we go. Okay. No, I'm not going to fall for this again. Two, one. What is up, Fazed and friends? Welcome to the podcast. As always, I am Mr. Buffy, and I am here with my best friends oh, in the entire world. Ready to podcast. Mr. Strong. What's up, buddy? Oh, yeah. and White. Sorry. Hey, White. See, I can't. I'll take it. it. I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll off the tongue too easy. Just nah, I'll take it. I'll take it. I'm hey, listen, for real, though, this is our season finale. Is it not? It is. is. Uh, So uh, with that, I want to take a a brief 10 seconds here, and I just want to say thank you to all our fans. Uh, It's been a hell of a ride. I know school is coming to a close. I know uh, Spronk and White here are probably going to give a heartfelt goodbye as well. But honestly, to our current 71 listeners out there, we had some highs. We had some lows. Uh, We loved all the emails, but we are going to miss you. Unfortunately, this is the last episode uh, Spronk, you want to say your goodbyes? Uh, hey. Uh, yep. It's a long wave. It's higher than I thought it was and uh, lower than I thought it could be. Wait, you want to you wanna make a better goodbye than that? Or? <laughs> uh, well, I don't know. Like, it's It's been cool. I mean, I didn't. Let's be real. Like, not uh, none of us had great expectations going into this. Um, we just kind of did it for fun, and they also said that about the book. People actually started, started listening out. to it. Sorry, what now? Nothing. I made a crappy joke. Yeah, well, I'll hear. I'll don't worry. I'll hear it in editing. Yeah. I don't think it's terrible. Um, but yeah, to our listeners out there, honestly, uh, we we appreciate the support. We are still trying to get those T-shirts. Uh, if we do get them, we will let you know. Uh, but once again, send in your emails of just how much you enjoyed it. Maybe it got you through a tough time during this pandemic. But uh, this one, honestly, is not going to be long. It's it's just a simple thank you and a goodbye. So on behalf of myself, Spronk and White, uh, we're out of here. Enjoy. Oh, and if you guys know of sponsors for us, uh, we're uh, maybe we'll come back looking for yeah. sponsors. Okay, play that. Seriously, I'm dead serious. And we, we accept. 
Dwight, you just messed up the entire thing. No, no. Hey, play the song. We, we accept. We accept money. We accept food. We accept clothing. We accept. You just screwed up our heartfelt goodbye prank. Now we can't like end it in a, a, a like a playout music, and then we're like, ha just kidding. We're back. We're here. We're hanging out with you over the summer. Fast food restaurants, preferably. Hey, yo. This is the worst episode we've ever done. I'm just. This might be the best it. episode, actually. It could actually be. Honestly, gentlemen, uh, we are just kidding. We are not going anywhere. We are taking it into the summer. We got some ideas from the well, listeners. I know last episode, hold up, wait. Last episode, we asked the listeners to say what they thought we should do over the summer. Did we get any replies from that, or did you just. Um, I, I did get one, uh, one email that said, um, well, I mean, our bot, not me. What? Uh, I got, our bot received one email that said, essentially, uh, you should have students on. I think that would be really cool to have students on the podcast. And I think, uh, I think that's the plan. I, I think, uh, a bit of a platform we're going to take into the summer is the idea of maybe having some grade 10s and 11s on, uh, talking about next year, maybe have a few grads considering that grad drive through just finish up today and talk about maybe their stone experiences, what they're really looking forward to. If they are going to school, maybe they're taking, uh, what's what, okay. This is it. What what is it called now? Do kids call it a gap year? Because I just took it. I just when I took mine, I just said I took a year off after high school. Like I didn't take it. It wasn't a bridge year, or gap year. Everyone has a different saying for it now. What's it called? I call it eight years. <laughs> okay, okay. White. What do you? What do you I, didn't, I didn't start university till I was twenty two. But did you call it like a gap year, or did you just say I took time off after high school? I took time off after high school. Well, yeah. that's not true. I had a failed basketball career. <laughs> so I, you're almost, I sort of redshirted and then it didn't play. So guys, I'm a, I'm gonna talk about my gap years in the in the speech. I'm gonna give some yeah, advice. when is that, by the way? When Ooh, is that? Yeah. Up, eh? uh, yeah, we should go right into school news. Yeah, let's do it. No 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 news. Um First of all, we had the grad drive through, and I gotta admit, um, I have to admit something. And maybe Miss Latursky is gonna hear this, but let's be honest, she's not. I I thought it was gonna be really lame. I thought it was gonna be horrendous, but it actually wasn't bad. And I thought the kids, and I didn't think it would be lame because of anything that was planned. Because what what choice do we have? That was the only way to do it. But I thought the kids would have thought it was lame, and if the kids would have been all like, "Oh, this sucks." then I would have been like, ah, this kind of does suck. But you know what? It was actually the opposite. And it got better every day, and it was lively sometimes. Kids were crying. That was always funny. Lauren, shout out to Lauren. Weather turned out. Oh, weather was amazing, yeah. Wait, did you say Lauren was crying? Oh, yeah, man. I told Lauren. That sums up Lauren, smiling and crying at the same time. That's pretty much Lauren. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So I took a picture of her. I actually, uh, when we were in Ireland, quick story. When we were in Ireland, she got hit in the nose like really bad. And uh, I took my phone and I'm like, oh, Lauren, do you want to see it? And I put on selfie mode and took a picture of her while she was looking into it, like crying. And so today when she came through, she was like, uh, I said, yeah, you know what? Buffy sent you a message here. Just look at this video. And I did the same thing. I took a, 
a selfie photo of her while she was crying. It's like, that's such an ugly picture. I'm like, oh, that was oh, good. Too late now, I guess, eh? Stuff I got. So it was good. It was actually really nice. good to see some kids get some closure. A lot of kids. Yeah, I heard, it was, uh, I heard it was awesome. Yeah. It was good. Uh, uh, what, what are you, when's your speech again? That is Friday. Fri what is it? Friday at seven o'clock. It starts, I believe. I, I will be a viewer. I got the, I got the link. Um, we'll probably put the link in our bio in our Zed and friends, Instagram, and the link will be on Strathcona athletics. Um, out the, uh, podium for you today, Spronk. I heard went up there and gave a fake speech. Yeah. It worked. Eh? Voice recognition. That's. Voice recognition teleprompter. That's a little behind-the-scenes sneak peek you're getting here exclusively at Fizet and Friends. There's actually going to be a teleprompter that we've set up for this. Hey, speaker. hold on. Are you telling them that I need a teleprompter, White? Whoa, whoa, whoa here. Yeah, wow. Hey, Wait look, a... I, hey listen. I'm, from the sorry. I'm sorry, sure you'll I'm edit that out. I'm going to expose both of you right now. You guys are terrible at recording videos. Uh, I, was, I came into school one day, and you two couldn't get through a video without giggling. Like it was terrible. Well, yeah, but when you're talking about people you care about, you know, it's it's tough to get the right words out, White. Not all of us can just talk like a robot. This person did so good. They no, White, you know what it is, White. When you're when you're with your best friend in the whole wide world, you have good times. You just you can't do. stop laughing mm -hmm. and smiling. You know. So, like I look at Spronk and I, I start to laugh, like and Spronk looks at me and starts White. to laugh, and we laugh together, and we. White, if you were there, I would have got through that in the first take. Seriously, like, would have been easy. Yep, that's because of just my strong supporting presence. Could be, sure. Could be. I just it inspire confidence in those around me. So, are you wearing a suit? Like you are being live streamed to the world. Um, if and it, and if you don't think that's true, uh, White and I, we're going to hack the live stream and present it to the entire world. Miss Jansen told me I had to wear a suit. She said, "What are you wearing?" And then I was just wearing when I'm like, oh, I thought this would be good. I look pretty good now. It's kind of semi semi dressed up the way. Can you give us a? Like. Can you give us like a hint or a spoiler? Like, I just want to know: is this one that we're gonna be able to record, and then I'm gonna be able to show like my class in five years? Like, guys, if you want inspiration, you need to watch this YouTube video. And there's you talking, <laughs> and we got the. <laughs> <laughs> in the background, like, inspirational YouTube videos that you know what if you're feeling down you can just pop that on you're like man I am good to go now I am going to pass that math 10 exam no you know what I uh I'm actually a little upset I didn't I don't necessarily want to give the speech because uh I don't want to lose my job for one but I can't to do it without an audience and to do it in a time like this where we have BLM and we have COVID and we have nobody there, it's not, it's not really fun. And I, it's going to be tough to make fun of things like that and not have people angry at me. So I can't really make fun of things like that. And I know Buffy's given this face, like, why would you make fun of things like that? Because when I'm uncomfortable, I make fun of things. That's very and true. When, when I see a kid, I need to make fun of them. That's true. Yeah. And now there's not going to be a kid, so I I honestly don't know really. Uh, you know I'm what I, it, I know what you're saying because if this was at the jubilee, one hundred percent, you probably would have ad libbed something and made fun of some kid in the front row. Like you would have found some kid in the front row and just be like, yeah, look, look at this guy. He's wearing a grad cap. Like, <laughs> or parents, right? 
Honestly, or a parent. I always thought if I'm going to give a speech, I'm going to pick a parent. I'm going to pick on them and be like, parents are too far away, man. They only get they only give the nosebleed tickets to the parents. Yeah, but I got a good eye for picking out out things that I can make fun of. I would have done it. Yeah. Um. Why you talked about a teleprompter? Is it just you holding cue cards, like big cue cards, (laughs) like they do on the Jimmy Fallon show, or is it an actual teleprompter? Deliver flawless speeches. So, (laughs) not the first idea. Um, no, it's just a giant TV and there's some software that actually recognizes your voice as you speak and just goes, just scrolls down your speech. I'm a little disappointed with that. I was kind of hoping for those cool little, uh, like tilted mirrors that they always have and like the presidential speeches on the left and the right. So you could just like, I was actually thinking with all the, like all this initiative stuff we do and, and that, like, I think that'd be, I think a teleprompter would not be a terrible investment for Skona. Uh, you, oh, want to you, know, know you want to know a fun fact? Uh, leadership takes great pride in the fact that they have, they uh, yeah, that they memorize their speeches. That's oh, like a really huge, well and they do an amazing job of it. So oh, they like, do that's absolutely. one big thing that, yeah, they don't, they don't need to, they don't need a teleprompter like Spronk and I. Okay, no one ever said I was a good leader. Okay. And I would not have been a standout in a leadership class. So don't put that on me. You have been a standout as a leadership teacher. You can't spell That's leader true. without sprung. There's probably some letters in there that you need to spell leader with. <laughs> yeah, there's an R. <laughs> there's an R. Leaders, if you prove Leaders, there's an S in there. Leaders. Okay, some other school news, Buffy, and I, and I had this idea. We had this idea this year that for the 50th track year, we were going to do a uh, some sort of like hall party or something. Yeah, we're gonna do a big reunion celebration, right? Yeah. But oh yeah, next year. And I was talking to some kids. I'm like, next year we could actually put this into a like a, a grad 2020 reunion slash celebration of fifty years. And we could call it Shaw. And we can call it the real fifty and have those guys come mm-hmm. as they should have been the real fifty. Because even yeah. if we don't win, it's still it's still possible. Like it's possible we don't win next year, which would be terrible. Yeah. But if we don't win next year, we could still say no, we would have won this year. There's no question we would have won this year. Yeah, like our number. I yeah, I think we like. I'm still knocking on wood. I know it's past tense, and but but what I, thought, I thought we were gonna have a good shot at it. But you know the, the thing is, I know it's like like the 50 is the goal and i hope that i and I, I i just want everyone to experience it i know it's tough for like the grade 12s this year cuz just talking with a lot of them right we did a and just saying like yeah i totally would have done track this year like this was a big year and and just getting like just hearing the talk of it in the hallways it was really weird cuz it 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 wasn't a like a lot of chatter but it was always good to hear students chat about track that you never really new or interested in track like you know you always have your track kids who and i know each and every i know the pockets and where they are i know the vaulters and jumpers and like they're all they all hang out but like it's great to hear when you hear like basketball kids like nash and you have your volleyball kids and your curlers and your golfers and your soccer players like football volleyball like all those kids talk about like yeah like i'm pumped to do track this year like this will be a good thing you know so it's cooler here in the halls. Did you did you say fifty was the goal? Because I always thought the goal was participation, clean living, and good fun. Yeah, well, no, Dude, I think uh, I think there's that, but the, in the end, I think <laughs> a large goal is to hopefully get to that fifty mark. You know, 
We want to win. Kate. You win 50 win and you don't cost. have fun along the way. Did you even win it all? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I like what you said there, Spronk, because I think a lot of these kids, a, a lot of these grade 12s deserve to get some recognition considering that they put in two solid years, right? The real 50, man. Yeah. So uh, let's make it happen. I'm down. Hey, we got to do that. But people out there. Yeah, like this, this is where we need listener support. So, like, if you have parents who are alumni, if you have, if you own a, a a banquet hall or something like that, like this is where we need to like. <laughs> this is where we need. Well, to it's got it's got to be a fundraiser though. We're gonna use it as a fundraiser, so we need some people with some ProServe licenses and some. Yeah, we it, like we would love a new like it'd be unreal if we do if like knock on wood we do win fifty if we we I would buy a brand new track and field tent that's say fifty years on it like I think that'd be cool and you could fundraise for that we can fundraise for t-shirts. Oh, speaking of track and field tents, uh, we might have to buy a new one because Rolf and Shrek, uh, or sorry, Mister Peltier, managed to snap two of the arms on one of the corners. Yeah, I'm not even kidding. Oh, full on, they full on snap. I was amazed. I didn't see it actually happen, but I saw the break afterwards, and it was it was dramatic. And Buffy, like, full I, on snap in half. And there's okay. there's some kids out there. <laughs> there's some kids out there that know what a pain it is to kind of put that up. But me and Buffy did it once by ourselves. I still don't get I've, how we did I've it. I've done it by. My, I've showed up at provincials. The last time provincials was in Edmonton. I usually get there because we always have our spot. Like if you know, if you do track and field, you always kind of know where we are at Footfield. And provincials, they only have so many spots for tents. And one year, I got there at six a.m. when the first event started at nine to put up the tent, and I did it by myself so we could have our premier spot. And it was it's 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 hard by yourself, but but also for. For the people that don't know, you're you're also the track and field representative for Metro Athletics. So Buffy's a big deal in the track and field world, guys. I, I am, and uh, I a little bit of a big job valiantly this year, I guess. <laughs> triple a triple jump all star. I was uh, lo- I'd say more long and triple long jump, but uh, I did do hurdles for uh, five days in the summer once, and then I realized that I'm not six five. So yeah, Mike, six five. We should film Mike doing hurdles. Honestly, yeah, okay, here you know what? If you want to have a fun, I can jump over them. I'm just not fast. If you want to have a fun year <laughs> end athletics could. party, I definitely could. Uh, I don't think you could. Year end athletics party, Buffy. I'm interested. in your tight pants, white. I want to see this. Well, I don't know about that. So, uh, this well, is, all, all my tight pants are stretchy, though. So, it's actually kind of funny. So, this is actually a fun idea. I did this my I did this my last year at U of A. Um, and it was our year-end party or whatever. But like, if you want to have a fun year-end party, have it surrounded by have it uh, surrounded with track and field. So get basketball, get all these athletes. But as as a basketball team, you do like a decathlon. But you can't do the sport that you're the best at. So if you're like a long jumper, you can't do it. You have to throw shot put, and then like shot putters have to throw or like have to long jump or hurdle. It's the best thing in the world. Like Hold when on. I did it at the U of A, like all our throwers, they ran like the 200 meters. Like I had to do shot put. Like it's hilarious. It's Hold so on. Much- this is, this is actually not the worst idea because spoiler alert for you guys in grade 11 and 10, we don't have money for a banquet next year. 
And if there are no sports, we will not have a money for a banquet. So we could do something like that. Like just get some, get some pizzas and yeah. make the kids run stupid track stuff. I'm sure by next year, since White knows how to do everything with Adobe and now he knows how to edit, he'll probably be like some form of a DJ. So White will be our DJ. <laughs> uh, if you can find me the time to DJ, then I will do it. Oh, buddy, there's YouTube videos everywhere. But... I, I think with the... Oh, trust me, I know. Uh, see, I was going to make a joke. That... Yeah. Um. No, okay, going back to our school news, though, I'm excited to see this live stream. Uh, it will. What time again? Seven, I believe it's seven. Seven o'clock on Friday. Uh, you're going to see Spronk in his, I'm going to say Saturday's best. So an unironed collared shirt with a half-tied tie. And sure. <laughs> if we want to, and I'm going to put this on the Instagram page. Uh, uh, I'm going to create a poll. And what are the odds that Spronk's tie is purple? Okay. <laughs> I think that's the only color he owns. So. Buddy, I own 36 ties, man. Why? I don't know. Because well, I, I, well, I, mean, I don't even own 36 ties. You can't talk about formal wear without Spronk talking about his legendary tie collection that allegedly. Yeah, because my you, wife kept buying did me you ties. Get them in a 36 pack? <laughs> when I used to uh, coach, I used to wear a shirt and tie. I don't know why. It's something I picked up from Riyard and got rid of very quickly when I realized it doesn't win you any basketball games. Riar probably picked um, it up from Bernie. Yeah, but nobody believed me. When I taught at Page, I actually wore a tie every day for a month, a different tie, and mostly different shirts. And you know who noticed? Not one single person noticed. So that just shows That's you. That's because that your dress shirt was probably untucked. You are probably wearing cargo shorts. And no, your but tie I was probably loosened with your top. Tell me your top button was done up because I'm sure it wasn't. Oh man, I got a, I got so much muscles in my platysma that it's oh tough to get that top hey, button up white. Um, fun fact: my first year at Strathcona, uh, we like uh, there. There is a teacher dress code. If you actually don't know this, students, there is. Uh, Wait, what? Yeah, like we, uh, one of our older principals, we were required to wear. I follow it. What a teacher like, dress uh, A collared shirt, so like a golf shirt or like an actual like shirt and tie, but. Uh, Obviously, me teaching phys ed, it was more casual pretty much every day. But Fridays, Fridays were casual for the entire staff. So you can wear, like, if you're wearing Skona gear, you can uh, wear jeans and stuff like that. Um, we heard all of that, Sprung. We heard you moving. Sprung, like, what were you doing? Horrible. That was so loud. I'm going to leave sorry. that in. <laughs> what was it? I just moved. Uh, I made it sounded like this. <laughs> Uh, so, but uh, you know what I'm confused about is if we have a dress code, was, is there tan shorts and a hoodie in there? Because that's pretty much what I wore every so day. Getting into it, like Fazed, you could Fazed on if you're teaching Fazed, you can be more casual, opposite. right? But on Fridays, the entire staff was casual. So I flipped it around, and on Fridays, I actually went formal. I would wear, I'd still wear shorts, but I'd wear a shirt and tie. Uh, it was great. <laughs> and you know what? Kids kind of caught on for the first little bit. And then, uh, but really I only did it. Like I, I started in March, my very first year at Skona. So really I only did it for so long, but it was great. I might bring it back. Like honestly, yeah, I'll, do it. I'll do it with like, you next year. It's fantastic, man. It's so, dress clothes? Cause it is cool. Like kids are like, why are you wearing a shirt and ties? Like it's casual Friday. And you know what? I'm casual every day. I'll do it next year. Cause okay. I think a shirt and tie with shorts would be pretty cash. I, 
but sports and dress clothes are just like ugh. That's the reason I don't do intra- uh, I don't do I'm not on the staff and team because I can't play in my dress playing clothes. sports with the kids you are educating them. <laughs> yeah, but uh, you need to model. You need to model the actions. Oh, I can throw, buddy. I can throw footballs over mountains in dress shirts. I can go. I can go top Ched in a dress shirt. Uncle Rico. Uncle Uncle Rico, is that you? I uh, I yeah. I just I find them to be so restrictive. If you need to put your shoulders above your head. You know, I could throw a football, Corma. Are you serious? You want to hear a little bonus hot take? Get a quesadilla. <laughs> Wait, well, bonus please. hot take. I, I, I don't think Napoleon Dynamite is a good movie. I think it's horrible. But wait, as editor, this is why it's terrible. Absolutely awful. As editor in chief, White, could you uh, edit in that sound clip? Hey, Napoleon Bonaparte, Spronk, spoiler alert, trivia. Uh, that's the last movie I've ever rented. At a video store, Napoleon Dynamite. Napoleon not you, Dyna- no, yeah, no, Dynamite. No. Sorry, Bonaparte. Did, did you Napoleon Bonaparte? Did you? Rent? Bonaparte? Did you rent? Is Buffy with uh, his talk. Social. Did you rent yeah. the Ken Burns Napoleon Bonaparte documentary? <laughs> 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 DVD ever. Oh, You're as bad as Buffy calling a, sub, using coup d'état in the athletics banquet video. It's in yeah. the blooper section, by the way, if you guys watch that. And know uh, I gotta. You brought up uh, the track kids doing things that they're not used to. I wanna. I think you you had a question before about the Olympics. We didn't get to last. Yeah. Episode. Fun fact: are, Yesterday, well, what I it doesn't matter. It's you know what I learned this the other day. I learned this while listening to a podcast. It's great when you say yesterday, because the listeners have no idea what yesterday is. Like if you're listening to this five days ago, it really wasn't your yesterday. It was well, with the amount of work you have to do tomorrow, mine. who knows if this is going to get produced. Yesterday. Well, what's the date? The, the, the June 23rd was Olympic Day? Uh, yeah, I think June 23rd was Olympic Day. I know this because I actually I, I actually know a guy through track and field who went to the Olympics. He's an awesome guy. Uh, odds are he doesn't listen to the podcast. So, But uh, he is really cool. He has a... Uh, a cool uh, Olympic tattoo, but yeah, June 23rd is Olympic day, 2020. And I assume that's because uh, the Japan Olympics or the Tokyo Olympics were supposed to start. Is that correct? Is that this early? Oh, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. June. That makes sense. Yeah. Cause it probably would have taken the full month, right? That may, that would have made, uh, yeah, probably. It is what the second day of summer. Yep. Anyway, uh, last week we wanted to talk about this. We didn't get around to it, uh, but I do want to bring it up. We're not going to take too terribly long on it, but uh, my question to you, and listeners, you can jump in on this. I think we're going to make this an Instagram question, is every year the Olympic adds sports. They take them away. Um, Some are outrageous. Some are like, oh, I'm shocked that that hasn't been in there longer. And then some are like, there's some that I question, like I'm a huge supporter of, but I question in the sense that like it forces the future of Olympics to be in certain regions. Um, and then some are just outlandish and they force you to spend billions of dollars to create something for the Olympics. And we all know that the Olympics is just a general money pit. Anyways, my question to you gentlemen is, what sport is not in the Olympics but should be? 
Okay. And uh, I have some criteria here for you uh, to kind of help you solidify your things just so you're not um, just throwing random things out there. But the, the Olympics categorizes it into five, uh, five categories uh, split into like 35 criteria. I'm not going to get into 35 criteria, but I'll get into five categories. Uh, it has to see the history of the sport, whether it's been in the Olympics before, and the big one is the number of affiliated national federations, so affiliated nations that play the sport and the level of participation. And then obviously we can't go without, does it, may, is it financial, uh, financially stable? Like, will it make the Olympics money? Uh, does it represent the Olympic values? Uh, how popular is it? And obviously, it's, once again, the fifth point swings back around to income. Will it generate a large income? So my question to you once again is, what sport is not in the Olympics, but you think should be? I have a total no-brainer for this one. Total no-brainer. Uh, maybe ours is a no-brainer. What if we agree with each other? First of all, we don't have to follow these five things, though, because then it would just no, be lame. Well, mine no. is just, yeah. Yeah. Mine's incredibly obvious. Go ahead, like, White. Cricket. Why in the world Did is cricket know? not in the Olympics? No, it is I, the second most watched sport in the world. It is immensely first? popular. Are you gonna say, is soccer the first? Football. There's no way soccer's not the first. Yeah. Soccer has to be the most watched sport in the world. But anyways, I agree with you on this one, White. That was gonna be mine actually. Cricket, like cricket is I it is absolutely mind boggling that it's not in the Olympics, given its popularity. And especially there's tons of new formats that make it more exciting now. Uh I I am just absolutely there's there's no reason for cricket yeah. not to can be I can I counter? No, yes. no, we're going through it. I as, want let's before we get into the counter because there's no. Oh, but I'll tell you, I'll tell you why cricket's oh. not in the Olympics, okay, guys. No. As the reigning cynic here, I'm gonna pull a little flex here. I have uh, two degrees, as maybe I mentioned before, but I take great interest in history and sports, and I can tell you the IOC is one of the dirtiest money grubbing organizations. Yes, the reason there's no cricket is because these leagues would never allow their players to go because they make too much money. It's the same why World Cup soccer yeah, doesn't allow their athletes to go. And yeah, the same why the NHL why doesn't want to go. It is true. That's why soccer in the Olympics is an under-21 yeah. uh, sport. But if you're following the five guidelines, yes, that is probably the right answer. Yeah. Um, My answer I, would be... No? You want no, me to hold up. Well, I, no, I'm, I want to talk more about cricket because that was going to be my answer. So... Um, oh my goodness. I do agree with you. Uh, uh, here's a, you want a fun fact of the day? I actually watch a lot of cricket. Uh, well, you should what? probably know this because I watch baseball and you know, baseball stupid. And then you probably think this, but honestly, this is uh, from a guy who was making fun of me for watching soccer. Buddy, don't, don't go down this road. I'm, I'll defend cricket. I love it. Uh, what? once I, once you learn how to play it, like you need to watch it to really learn, but and you know what? There's a ton of good documentaries on Netflix, on Amazon. There's one called The Test, I think, on Amazon. It's fantastic about the Australian cricket team. Post allegations that they cheated. Yes, there is cheating. A guy rubs sandpaper on the ball to make it spin faster. It's a whole thing. Anyways, uh, White, you said it perfectly. There is so many new formats. The, the best one, honestly, and the big one that everyone watches is the IPL, the Indian Premier League, right? Uh, and it's called T20, and it's about a three-hour game. The reason why I wasn't in the Olympics earlier is because most games were a day long, and really that doesn't fit the Olympic standard, but now this T20 does. Um, I think it's great. Well done, White. I was, I'm totally on that train, too. 
Spark, you can go now. You know why they call it cricket, guys? Because when you're watching it, that's all you hear is. You know who popularized cricket? Where's Crickless cricket based off of? West Indies. Cricket, I'll tell you right now, cricket is actually one of the reasons. One of the reasons why there wasn't a. Cricket is one of the reasons why there wasn't an uprising in uh, slaves against their owners back when the Emancipation Act was enabled down well, in the Caribbean. But but look at it. Like, where is cricket popular? Like, a lot of cricket is played in a British for, Empire. Uh, yeah, formerly yeah, yeah. British Empire. British owned. Yeah, British empires, and that's why, like Canada, it would probably be very popular in Canada if it didn't snow here. Eleven point seven five months of the year. Um, but that's yeah. why baseball took over in the in the U.S. Right? That's okay. okay. Well, thanks Hold for your the lesson. There you go. Thanks, thanks for you guys' lame and uh, boring answer. I what am going to say, I'm going to say bicycle soccer and dodgeball. Okay. Bicycle soccer is actually insane. Actually bicycle soccer is. I walked in once in Shanks. It is. It. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go on a YouTube bicycle soccer watching spree. Yeah, event. and those guys take it so seriously that that's part of the fun. Like they're so excited to. Oh, and they're amazing that like the, the stand, like the track stands they can do or whatever, where they're like actually balancing is insane. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. They can go on their front wheel and swing their back wheel into the ball. Yeah. And hit it out of the air. As well like, as the uh, dodgeball. Buffy opened my eyes to the world of uh world championship dodgeball competition. And oh man, amazing. Yeah. You gotta be you gotta be a heck of an athlete to be a good dodgeball player. There's oh, a lot of different there. facets. Oh, buddy, the amount of injuries that come from dodgeball—it's insane. It's insane. Well, just the throwing motion is. But like you, on it, but and that's the thing is like you look at like we have some kids at school. Like I caught one, and I'm still waiting on an autographed baseball from him. That yeah, like yeah. I had to tell him to tone it down in phys ed class because he would like hurt kids and this is a guy who can throw high 80s maybe low 90s in baseball like that's dangerous do you guys want to know a fun dodgeball fact actually this, this actually happened to me uh it was i was doing my first round of student teaching okay at a at dan knot in millwood love dan knot dk dragons baby Go dragons if you're listening, go Dragons. Um, but I, it was my second week there. I went to Dan Knott. You guys know that? You went to Dan Knott? Maybe I, I actually maybe I taught you. I'm so old, I probably taught you. No shout-out, no, though. man. You're like three yeah. out. No, no shout-out like us? No I only taught out. there, and I still shouted it out. Man, yeah. not a true dragon. Wow. No, man. I played played basketball. I wore I wore the Dragons on my chest for their basketball team. Okay, Buffy, keep going. Anyways, uh, second weekend, teacher approaches me. Hey, we have this grade nine versus teacher dodgeball game. Would you like to play? And obviously, my eyes lit up like a deer in the headlights, and I was like, uh, duh. So I am playing, and I see this kid dead center of the gym, and I teach him like the second week, but I, I recognize him from my phys ed class or whatever, and I am just Full, full go here. Ready? And I whip this thing. Can we, and, can we uh, preface this with this was a grade nine kid? Everybody, we're talking yes. about a grade nine. <laughs> yeah. kid. Grade it's nine not high kid. school. It's a grade nine no. kid. Um, and I release it, and he 
dodges it by taking one step to the right. And there was a poor little girl behind it, and she took it right in the throat. And I felt so bad. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Well, she had a she had a red mark, and I actually felt so bad. I was like, "Well, this is the end of my teaching career here." I uh, <laughs> we did a at Dan Ott when I was a student there. We did something called this is uh, this this memory just flooded back to me because of your story, Buffy. Actually, uh, we were doing a wakeathon, which is like imagine a bikeathon, but one one hundredth of it. And uh, I don't think we actually raised any money. Uh, I don't even know what its purpose was. <laughs> so they just uh, but it was a wakeathon. Yeah, we stayed up all night. <laughs> Stay up yeah. all night. Like, we just we stayed up all night at Dan Knot and uh remember we, there was a dodgeball tournament at like two AM and a kid had full like full headgear and the most like, like the strongest helmet? kid in school. You're talking like a hockey no, like like braces? like braces headgear. Oh, oh, man. <laughs> and this kid got hit in the face with the dodgeball so Ooh. hard that the headgear actually like Just broke in exploded. half yeah. oh, and was like hanging out of his mouth and it was bloody and it was like Ooh. so gruesome. I got, I got like everybody was panicking and it was, it was, it was traumatic. I, ugh, I got two bad. things to say about this and I know I need to check with the ATA before I talk bad about a teacher, but two things. First of all, what teacher is going to want to volunteer for a junior high wakeathon? You're ridiculous. Probably the same teacher that says sees a kid playing dodgeball and headgear and says, "Yeah, no, that's fine." Like what? what I was a doing? student, man. I, I I didn't I wasn't thinking with my te- with a teacher brain back then. I know, but that's what I mean. What kind of teacher is going to allow that to happen? Probably the same one that's giddy to volunteer for a junior high wakeathon. Hey, man, you you do what you can for the dragons, buddy. That's true. Yeah, you I, I do have fond school. memories of Dan. Not I had a good time. It was a great school. I, it, you know what? It was awesome. I taught phys ed and health. Phys ed and health. And a little bit of math. So there you go. Which, which exceeded my uh, knowledge of math. The grade 7 curriculum is my, my peak, I think. TQS failed you that. Right? Yeah. Anyways, I, uh, you want to know my sport, guys? Yeah, cricket. White said cricket. No, no, my sport's squash. Squash is great, Buffy, and I, I can't wanna, believe we've never actually played squash. I, say I it's love like squash. The sport of jesters or something, because obviously the sport of kings is polo. I, I think <laughs> polo. Squash. Why is it polo in the Olympics? Polo was in the Olympics, I believe it used to be in the Olympics, and it polo squash because, uh, should be in the Olympics. I agree. Yeah, polo, squash should be, and it's so close. But once again, it's yeah. like Spronk said, it comes down to IOC and stuff like that. But anyways, you know what, guys? This has got me on a tear of uh, interesting sports because once again, like I talked about like i love surfing surfing so fun to watch once again yeah man but like the olympics are now forcing themselves to be in a certain region because of surfing and it was the same thing when they did like that kayaking and they like made like they make those man-made kayaking courses like you know how much that costs like well you could do a man-made wave yeah but it's not it's not the same Kelly Slater did one. It's and Kelly Slater is the only one who's able to do it because he's a millionaire beyond all belief and he cares about the sport. But you but, can uh, it's also pretty subjective. Like you're never gonna catch the same wave and you could get lucky and catch a well, exactly. Batman. But that the whole point system is behind that, right? Like that's the idea too. So um 
uh, is uh, you know what's always on TSN, and it's, it should be it would be right about the time right now is uh, that sand soccer. That one's intense. That I, I could see that being in the Olympics. Yeah, I can't remember the that, name. That that requires some hardcore athleticism, man. Yeah, that's in, and it's like three on three or whatever. But I remember watching it last year, and two things came into my head. One, this is an insane sport. Like it's so cool. And two, the World Cup I think was last year in Brazil, and they're playing like midday. I'm like, I'm sorry, I can't even walk on sand at Alberta Beach when it's 20 degrees out. I can't imagine what they're walking in. It's like lava. <laughs> Speaking of which, maybe change the topic. You guys, my kid is watching that. The floor is lava. The floor is lava. Netflix, yeah. Oh, I, hey, I couldn't so, sleep the other night, and that was some great late night watching. I'll tell you that right now. Hey, it was too warm. On the on the note of floor is lava, that's a great segue because I I haven't seen it, but I am very I'm jacked up on these like tag World Cup things. Not the one on CTV oh, yeah. that JJ Watt hosts, but the one that they always show on Instagram videos. Those are insane, man, where it's just like parkour athletes. I could be down with that. That should be in the Olympics. Olympic yeah. tag. Put Usain Bolt in there, man. <laughs> it's too busy playing the greatest sport in the world, buddy. Is he going soccer. to basketball? No, no soccer. He's playing, playing semi-pro. Do you know where he's playing, White? I forget. Who? Uh, Bolt? Usain Bolt. I'm not sure what team he's playing for. Do you guys do you guys want to know a fun fact about Usain Bolt and if he didn't grow up in Jamaica? Like, do you it, do you think Usain Bolt would have been an Olympic level sprinter if he was born in the United States? Uh, do you think Wayne Gretzky would have been a hockey player if he was born in the United States? Who knows, man? Uh, maybe not. Yeah, I don't know. I say, I say no. They because they probably with his height, they probably would have groomed him to football as like a wide receiver or basketball or yeah, yeah. Right. yeah you're not wrong. You are not wrong. But the fact that like football isn't big in Jamaica and obviously track and field is, right? It's an interesting thing to think about, right? Are there like that's a thing? Are there athletes out there like are are there athletes in the NFL right now? Who could be Olympic hundred meters champions if they didn't get groomed to play football? Yeah, that's tough. That's uh, it's so tough because it, it's it has so much to do with the opportunities that are presented to you, right? Um, and Why? those opportunities exist. What? No, no like if they, let's just break it down in the sense of like equal opportunity. Like you have a choice. Like you can go track and like you can go track and field or you can go football. Like it's, uh, and obviously in the United States, they groom certain things like Canada pushes hockey. We all know this. Like, oh, well, are you going to have an opportunity to play American football in Jamaica? Oh, no, really? but so they, so, but they're like, that's uh, what I'm saying about opportunities. Big sport is track and field. Like obviously the big sport in the U S is football. And obviously I think that's transitioning a bit more now to maybe a bit safer sport, but. I don't know. I'm just thinking that there's a lot of people in the NFL. I think that would. It would make a very interesting, uh, interesting question. So. I wonder how they they should they should take. They must have done this. They should take like the greatest athletes in sport and put them into competitions that everybody can do. That you don't need like the ability to ice skate, but they should put them into like hundred meters. So get these guys like get Connor McDavid to run against 
Obviously, the NFL guy would kill him, but then maybe Connor Mc... Yeah, Connor McDavid probably can't jump either. Hockey guys, it's so non-transferable. We talked about. Oh that. yeah, it, yeah. It's... But that would be sweet to see some of the top athletes, like NBA, NFL, especially even MLB, yeah. and have these guys run and jump and do some Olympic yeah. sports or track and field sports. Well, I. It's funny you say that. I. I, I, I would love to see that. It kind of comes back to talking about like our year-end athletics party idea, right? But some I read this on Twitter too, that wouldn't it be awesome that like the last day of the Olympics, they just have like a fun day yeah. where you don't, once again, you don't do your event. So it'd be like sweet to see like Michael Phelps play ping pong with like <laughs> some like sprinter, right? And then... <laughs> or just like a game of tag in the Olympic Village. Yeah, like you just remove them from their sport that they're so good at and put them in something else. Like I would love to see like uh, like a I hockey a player of, do bobsled. I heard a lot of games of tag do get played in the Olympic Village. Can I bring this up? Are you guys at all worried? Because I've been listening to the radio for do this for a while. Are you at all optimistic that the sports that are coming back are going to be able to finish based off of outbreaks that are happening like we just saw florida blow up you're seeing like arizona or should we just leave this off the table and talk about are the oilers or is edmonton gonna be a hub city there's my two questions for you i hope so but now that austin matthews has it i think they'll be like oh it's one of our superstars has it although although the media has been like suppressing that it's crazy they don't they're not nobody's talking about austin, I thought, like, austin I matthews had said, it and i was like jumped on it yeah, but no, but they don't want people to know because guess they're all making money off it. Yeah. It's not a money maker that Austin Matthews is getting COVID, so nobody's talking. I've never seen it's the, it's the only the first sto- sports story in a while that I've seen like they're actually actively suppressing this thing. You don't hear about it mm-hmm. unless you search for it. Yeah, but he also got it in Arizona, and he probably like didn't think you. He probably thought he's like, no, I'm Austin Matthews, and, and he's like, probably playing tag and some yeah, tag. Playing tag in some bar or something. Um, uh, did you guys see what the Ontario uh, Provincial Health tweeted out? <laughs> it was actually funny. It was a chirp at Toronto. Uh, but the Ontario Health Services, uh, like the their provincial governing body, for they tweeted out, it's like, we understand that wearing face coverings are awkward to wear in public, but people wear awkward things in public all the time, like Toronto Maple Leafs jerseys. <laughs> oh, like, I thought that was a money tweet. Like, yeah, what up? <laughs> so that must be out of Ottawa. Yeah, work. yeah, nice. it was great. Um, but yeah, Edmonton. Are, do you think we're gonna get it, or is it gonna be Toronto, Vegas? Like, I think everyone's thinking it's Toronto. It's not gonna be if they put it in Vegas. That is so stupid. Because if they put it in Vegas, what are they going to rent out these? Vegas is like open right now, right? People are yeah, in Vegas. People are if you want, go Google some photos. It's scary, man. It's yeah. <laughs> and they're not going to they're not going to rent out these whole hotels. Edmonton makes the most sense. Um, and you know what? I got a bit of a hot take here, and I'm not a. Oh, is this insider take? I'm not a boomer. No, not really. But I want to know the stats on, like, how many athletes have gotten. COVID and and really been affected by this and maybe this is misinformation I'm just wondering how how somebody in in prime health is affected by COVID because I don't actually know well that's the thing and well, you know what I think- most of the athletes have been asymptomatic like most of the athletes have gotten it and yeah. shown zero symptoms even that's, though they have it that's well, what that's, I mean. 
And that's, that's the worrisome part is one, I think it goes towards how healthy these people are is that they have it, but they probably are asymptomatic or they're showing very little signs due to their health, which is worrisome. And that's why I brought up this question is like, yes, I know that all these players are going to have to get tested and, and stuff like that, which is great, which it should be. And, but they're and also love- going to be quarantined. Yes. Do you want to? You know what? I don't talk a lot of basketball on this show because you guys are the the experts in this. In my opinion, the one league that will be the most successful out of this, I think, will be basketball. They have everything set in place properly as long as they can control Florida, right? But I understand, like, obviously, it's in Walt Disney and it's in the ESPN Wild World of Sports. Just second, googling Florida control. As somebody, uh, as somebody who lived in Florida for a couple of years, I can tell you that you don't control Florida. Florida controls you. I just, I love um, all the memes out there too, where they have like Florida man arrests pigeon or whatever. But always the first comment of the meme is like, I didn't even need to read the header. I could just tell this happened in Florida. <laughs> if you guys are bored and you want to do something fun, do the Florida man challenge. What you do is you type in Florida man and your birthday. And uh, you let's see which it. Florida man story comes up. It's actually very entertaining. Okay, let's do it right now. Um, Florida man, best day in the world. Wait, is. Mine is not podcast appropriate. Did you see the video that like Tourism Alberta released or the Euler Entertainment Group released about Edmonton and it just got lit up by people in Edmonton? Did you guys see that? Yes. Oh, and I did. They showed like the Columbia ice fields, and, and they're like, <laughs> "Well, like, see, I don't like four-hour drives away." There, there was one part of that that made me grumpy. Uh, the pact, and they said, "Play in the Rockies," because you know what? If you're gonna try and sell Edmonton as being close to the mountains, ah, whatever. Curvature of the to actually overtly <laughs> say. To overtly say, play in the Rockies. No, you're not. That is a lie. You're not playing in the Rockies. You're playing and like. Well, if you're uh, like Ronk, like, myself, and Uncle Uncle Rico, maybe we, we could throw footballs to the Rockies, man. You never know. Napoleon Dynamite is a terrible movie. The troll job on that Twitter feed was hilarious, though. Like someone, I saw someone. Like, go that. see the CN Tower and it showed a picture. Yeah. Uh, no, go see uh, Epcor Tower and it showed a picture of the Eiffel Tower. It said Edmonton really looks great at night with all the lights, and it showed Vegas. Well, did you see that TSN also kind of released one too? And this is just TSN being TSN, but they released one. They released a video of Toronto, uh, Vancouver, and Edmonton. And the video of Toronto and Vancouver is like them out and about, the sun is shining, and the video of Edmonton is us in February where there's snow on the ground. So they just painted Edmonton to look like this bad picture of like, oh, look, like this is what you're playing in freezing cold temperatures. Whereas you could play in Toronto where it's sunny and warm and in BC where it's nice and beautiful and you have the ocean. It's like, holy man here. But you know what? I would love to have it. The the cra- The thing I worry about is like the, the crazy uber fans out there that would like sprint to the arena and try to like sneak in or like jump over some barricade that's supposed to prevent them but you know what the thing that the oiler entertainment group released where they're gonna have like they're gonna have movie nights on the in the delta there in the marriott and they're gonna have ping pong tables and they've worked with local restaurants to get food like you know what it sounds like they've set themselves up 
But to advertise, like, okay, like, but to, and I, I would like to see it come to Edmonton just because I love Edmonton. And I think it'd be just good for the city. But I think this advertising campaign is a bit silly. To advertise something like, we have ping pong tables on the roof. What, what is Edmonton about that? There's nothing unique about that. You can put a ping pong but table you, on a roof anywhere. White, you're not, you can't sell Edmonton during a pandemic. These guys can't leave. So, so they're so selling. The, they're selling the fact that they're bringing amenities in. That's what the NBA is doing. Like the NBA released that how every room's going to have like a PlayStation and an Xbox, or they're going to have private games. NBA room, has like, li- literally Disney World, so but, that's tough. To but they're not even allowed to go into Disney World. Like that's a but thing. They do have a, like, but that space is such a bubble. Bringing right? these things into this bubble, so they don't have our to. bubble is a Marriott and Rogers Place. Although I guess you have the whole Rogers Place concourse where they can hang out and stuff. No, okay, but like, yeah. have you seen the Marriott? They're shutting down Archetype. They're they're opening up. They have all it. They have the practice arena. Like it's a large venue that they have available to them. But as like, a, it's a very big, properly properly informed citizen, as we all are. Um, the reason they're doing like the reason they do the mountains and stuff is because they gotta they gotta sell Edmonton to these families. So they yeah. actually came out and said they'll do day trips to mountains and stuff with these families. Yeah, that's, I, that, and the ping pong tables is the like the players. So like, hey, we'll have like ping pong because yeah, there's we'll gonna be a day where you're not playing. So yeah, like they're gonna have a game room, and then when they allow their their families to visit, they obviously they want like they can't go, but they want to send their families to the like mountains and they're working with Banff and Jasper. So yeah, I think it is, you know what? I think it is a, a positive thing, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, It is. And I, even though the video got chirped, I totally get what they're doing. They're trying to get, they're trying to get, they're trying to, to make it seem appealing and the mountains are beautiful. Um, but they're far. Yeah. Four hours. I was there last weekend and it's, it's, it was a four and a half hour drive, right? Like four and a half hours to the mountains going uh, more like four hours two and a half depends what trail you're going to though did you say two and a half, and a half. no i, I, I did say two and a half yeah where are you going red, going to so red the opposite side of southern lake i'm my telescope and seeing the mountains <laughs> <laughs> um you know what gentlemen i i had fun today uh Couple of good topics. Yeah, Spronk has given me at least three edits, so no, that's annoying. Don't take it out. Uh, don't stop being such a boomer, right? Well, there's a there's at least one thing I certainly will take out. But what's that? Is that are you going to no, at least two things? Napoleon Dynamite's a terrible movie because that needs to. It's a terrible movie. It's a terrible movie. It's there's terrible no movie. look as that a is... character. Napoleon Dynamite has no redeemable features. He's a terrible human being. At its time, it was actually it was something new. I thought it was good. What's new? I'm not just gonna a lie. miserable you know human being I'm living his life. He did such a good job that I actually thought it was like kind of part documentary. I thought that guy was legit. Like I, I when I saw him on TV, I was like, "That's the guy who played." I didn't even think that was him. I was like, "No, this kid, this guy exists." Like, 100, this guy exists. <laughs> Anyways, wait. I'm yeah, today was good. Wrong. I mean. Little fired up and both stuff that I like. I like um, I like a little bit of fire on the podcast. Rotten Tomatoes gives Napoleon Dynamite a seventy-one tomato meter. So, what up with that? That sounds like a decent movie to me. It sounds like a above average terrible movie. movie. Like just Napoleon. Like what a terrible yeah, human cool. being he is. You can't yeah, just a terrible movie and not bring up something that is 
better There's splash no... terrible. So what? Okay, what is it? What's eating it? Wait, what's your opinion? You guys on ever seen Hot Rod? Rod? Oh, did you hear that? <laughs> yeah. Okay, you, yeah, I said you hot, rod, like hot, rod. hot Rod. I love Hot That's Rod. Basically, hot Rod was the Napoleon Dynamite. Of Napoleon Dynamite. Dynamite. Yeah. No, because it's because Andy Samberg's character in so Hot Rod actually had some redeeming qualities to him. That's true. Yeah. Whereas yeah. Napoleon Dynamite was just a miserable, selfish piece of junk. Yeah, but he's who... got a he's got a sweet bike that he does stunts on. Okay, what about um, Nacho Libre? Horrible. No. When have you seen it again? Nacho. I didn't. I didn't love Nacho Libre actually, hey, and I'm okay. All I gotta say is, watch it again, and maybe a few sodas doesn't hurt. But I heard so many horrible things that it was the worst movie ever. And then That's I told my buddy, percent on Rotten Tomatoes. But I told my buddy, I'm like, well, let's just watch. He's like, no, man, it sucks. Just watch it. And I'm telling you what, he still talks about. It. He's like, That's actually one of my favorite movies. It's so so funny. maybe you needed to hate it at first or something, but. You might have to watch it with somebody else, but I think, man, there's so many good lines. You know what, guys? I think you know. I think we might have a, a next episode for our podcast. I I could go down a dark rabbit hole of movies let's, that you guys hey, like. And, like I honestly think we could do this. This is. I want to keep going. Maybe we just keep recording and we make it a second episode here. <laughs> like seriously, I'm down. <laughs> I I actually have to go mark papers, put my kids to bed. Oh, yeah, I have to mark at least thirty essays tomorrow. So. On that note, you won't be listening to this podcast till Friday, probably. <laughs> okay, give me the edit. I'll be, I'll release it. People, we get the listens on Thursdays. People like listening on Thursday. They know that they know that it comes out Thursday week. You know, we've oh, released oh, it on Friday at least three. We've released <laughs> it on Friday at least three times. Yeah, three Friday. times out of our twelve episodes, so they still know that we release on Thursday. Give it to White's me. Gonna, I'll. White's gonna. Edit I have a twelve-hour day tomorrow, man. I'm not. White's it's not gonna, gonna get edited tomorrow. But I don't know what I told Mike the other day is that. Uh, and Spronky could probably maybe have a point on this, but before we go is uh, I told white that podcasts nowadays are just basically the new AM radio. Yeah, that's true. They filled that niche. It's like, AM, and that's what, like when you said hot rod, it kind of reminded me because that one guy on AM radio. <laughs> and AM radio oh, is a viable source of information. And I'm like, oh, you know what? Like podcasts have become the new AM radio. Like, cause really, let's do like Team Twelve Sixty. They just, like it just sounds like I'm listening to a podcast. Love it. It is. It is a yeah, good podcast. Hey, if if any of our listeners out there know Jason Strudwick, we'd love to have him on as a guest. I thought about uh, text messaging him and saying, "Hey, you want to be on our podcast?" Strudwick. Speak as if you have his phone number. Probably easy to get. There's an internet out there. Um. He should be the after, he should be the morning guy, Strutty on AM twelve sixty. Oh, he'd be, he'd be great. Different conversation. All right, let's wrap her up. Yeah, gentlemen, it was fun. All right, it was good. And Bronx, no, off, man. To our listeners, uh, this is not our last episode, so stick with us. But it could be. We don't know that for sure.